Welcome to the Quantum Corner, where we explore practical quantum metaphysics and the positive application of universal laws. How do we do that? Today, it will be through a quantum concept. I'm your host, Cottonwood Stone. My co-host, Mike Snovak, and I are continuing our five-part series extrapolated from the Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Today, we are in part five of this series, which is called Use Your Word for Truth and Love. Welcome to the Quantum Corners Monday Motivation, and we are concluding our conversation about being impeccable with your word, which comes from the four agreements. This last piece is going to be about using the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. And joining me today, as always, is Mike Snovak, and he's going to lead us on this conversation. Welcome, Mike. Hey, Cottonwood. Good to be back. This is a, a good, uh, good topic. It's one that sometimes we have a hard time with. And so the first point I'd like to throw out is, do you, yourself, or do you know someone else who mostly talks about bad things, how bad things are, and they're just kind of a, a negative person? There's a bunch out there and their life is to them. Their reality is the world is bad. Everything's falling apart. It's just can't get any worse. And if that's how they look at the world, then they, uh, they must be having a tough time. That's a big topic right there. Just in and of itself is how do you help someone Migrate out of that. Well, we, we're going to throw some ideas out of at least starting points as we bring this to a conclusion for today. If we're just looking at things as being bad or negative all the time, that, that really isn't the truth. Just about no matter how difficult your life is, there's always positives there for you to pick out and always wonderful things that are gifts that we are just habituated to ignore or not not see and be aware of. The next one would be, can you speak truthfully about a subject if you don't completely agree with it at all? That's a tough one. I haven't learned to do that very gracefully yet. So many times we want to be right. So I have to convince you that my side, my opinion, my reasoning, my whatever is correct. And yours is wrong, of course, because if mine is right and you don't agree with me, that means you've got to be wrong, right? Instead of me being able to listen to your points, your, your passion about whatever it is that you're feeling, and even if it's not my passion, know that it's your passion. And honor that. Can you speak truthfully and lovingly about yourself? I think a lot of people have a hard time thinking positively about themselves, whether it's a physical image or a performance image or shoulda, coulda, woulda. There's an unfortunate habit 
that we think negatively about ourselves more than we think positively. And then it's very hard, if not almost impossible for someone to say something lovingly about myself. I think that's very prevalent in our society and our culture. I think it is too. Do you think it's something that's handed down? You don't talk about yourself. You don't give to yourself because you're supposed to do always for others. It seems like it's ingrained from birth that we're not supposed to talk kindly to ourselves because at some level that's wrong. I disagree with that now. It's from a a Sethian perspective, it's a standard line of consciousness. And it's just things that we do habitually because that's what we have been exposed to throughout our lives. It's from an early age and it, it doesn't change until we allow it to change. And then also, let's take that a little further and say, So now can you speak truthfully and lovingly about yourself, but also can you speak truthfully and lovingly about someone or something else, no matter what, even if they're on the other side of the conversation that we talked about a little while ago, their beliefs are totally different. So can we set aside that difference and look at this other person as a being who's here living their lives just like we are? trying to discover and have experiences and not judge them. That's a tough one. I I know I still find that one challenging. I still have a lot of this stuff to work on. So just know you're not alone. You are so not alone on any of these things that we've talked about. We're in it together. It's not like your enlightenment is a destination you know, or getting this is the end of it. It always changes. You always learn, you always grow. And so you maybe do this less as you get more comfortable with it or more practiced with it or more experienced with it. That's what we're here to do. Experience. Once you have some of these things, you're more confident and you feel like that you've mastered them at some level and you have. You've learned to change some of these things. Your direction is different because of these things. Oh, it's so fun to come back around on the spiral and visit them again because there's like a whole nother friggin' layer. Sure. Yeah. That whole concept of, oh, I've got this. Oh, I want to see what happens next because it's really entertaining. (laughs) I've learned that the hard way. It's like reading a book for the second time and then picking up new things. Sure. Same thing. You you think you got it and oh, okay. I missed that little piece before. <laughs> to come and talk with someone, we do have Monday evenings and it'll be in the show notes. We have a Zoom call every Monday where you can come and talk about these things. And each week we'll focus on whatever topic we've been talking about here. And just know you have a place to go. Share your stories. Know that you're not alone. Go to the link in the show notes. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Cottonwood. Thank you for being here with us today. Join us this Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time 
for our weekly free online gathering as we talk more about today's topic. The link to sign up is in the show notes. Until next time, savor the joy of each moment.